And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here to have another conversation I'm hoping helps your business grow. So look, NFTs, you're seeing them everywhere. Non-fungible tokens. Say that three times real fast, everyone, because most of you can't. And, you know, if, if you've been listening to the show regularly, we are doing a special series about NFTs that started with our first episode titled WTF is an NFT. I feel like that's appropriately named. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well as have a special edition today that introduces a new sports cast with a very well-known NFL superstar that I know all of you are recognized. Before we get into who that is, a quick reminder that today's episode of Startup Hustle is brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. With me today, I've got Eddie George and Garrick Dorn. These are two gentlemen that are going to talk all about their new sportscast and NFT product. I'm going to go ahead and individually say good morning because I'm not used to having two guests at the same time. So, Garrick, welcome to Startup Hustle. Well, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Look forward to uh, speaking with you today. Yeah, and likewise. And Eddie George, uh, without uh, you don't need a whole lot of introduction, Eddie, but welcome to Startup Hustle. Matt, thank you for having me, man. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, being on this, uh, this podcast with you. Yeah, for, I, I, we always love to share our, our hopes, dreams, and failures. So for everyone listening, this is the fourth time we've tried this. We're playing, <laughs> we're playing around with computers and technology today. We persist and, without exception. Correct. We, you know, and, and that's the thing. And, and you know, we yeah. don't need pro athletes and sports agents to, to let us know that it's reps that gets it done. So we're hoping this is the one, this is the one that does it. Now I, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, as I mentioned, this is a special edition and you guys are launching a new sports cast that it's an NFT based thing. So I'm going to first direct, and it, you know, that's the primary focus of what we're going to talk about, but I think we need to get a little bit of backstory here. So Garrick, let's start with you and, you know, and what brought you to this project and what, and just a little bit more about you and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I've been in the sports business space for 25 years. I've worked for uh, two NBA franchises. I've worked for IMG. I've worked for CBS and uh, launched my sports agency in early 2020, uh, pre-pandemic. And I'll tell you, we've, we've always had an eye for the modern business and, and the modern platform and, and really what's next. And so uh, as as Web three was developing, you know, we found ourselves on on two ends of the equation. One was um, working with developers and the technology on the blockchain side, and and finding sports properties to partner with. And then we found ourselves on the uh, athlete management side, and 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 felt like, hey, that's a good way to combine those two. Uh, and and that was really how um, you know Sportscast was born. I was uh, working with a team that uh, wanted athletes athlete generated content and, and wanted us to go source those for them. And in that process, we found Eddie George and 
uh, and and really just kind of started out that relationship, and and now we are at a position we were where we are launching an NFT drop uh, with Eddie in, in April, and and excited about you know the entire verticals that we have associated with it, and I know we'll get into that a little bit more as we go on here. You know, Eddie, you don't need a whole lot of introduction, but. I would like to get a little bit of your backstory about what you're doing and also ask, can you say non-fungible token three <laughs> times really fast? Cause I don't, I think that's maybe the hardest thing that you will have had to do up until now. Yeah. Non-fungible token, non-fungible token, non-fungible token. <laughs> and he scores. There you go. All right. You made that sound easy. <laughs> well, uh, the non-fungible token, listen, um, it's, it's tough to say it's, it's probably even tougher to really figure out the nuances of how it works. Uh, but, you know, uh, being in this opportunity um, has allowed me to really see the benefits behind it. It's uh, innovative. It's creative. Uh, it's different. And it's going to shake up the world in terms of, uh, of people having ownership of content that they won't find anywhere else in the world. Um, and given that this is a new, relatively new space, um, I uh, I enjoy it because it allows me to bring all of me to the table and just in short you know ever since i stopped playing in 2005 um i've been on this journey of finding my next passion my purpose and i've done it through my three e's uh through entrepreneurship education and entertainment uh entrepreneurship wise i had a wealth i have a wealth management business uh got my series seven license 66 license fully licensed been in the business for well over uh, going on six years now uh, and partner with Ameriprise as of recently as a, a new broker dealer um, on the education side. Got my master's in business from the Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern, which is number one, by the way, um, according to uh, Forbes. Um, on the entertainment side, I spent uh, my time studying the art of acting um, and been on Broadway and various shows. So all uh, this opportunity allows me to do all of that, to be um, a host, to, uh, ho to, to, to have conversations with uh, players that I played against, played with, um, and create content that people can own and create experiences that, again, you won't find anywhere else. And this, this is something that allows uh, the end user to, be, to have ownership in. Either they can keep it, sell it, do whatever they want with it, and there's a business model that can be relatively lucrative. And when I got into this opportunity, the reason why I got into it, not necessarily uh, because of the opportunity to make a lot of money uh, in it, but the people that I'm in business with. Uh, Garrick is uh, a wonderful man. Um, he's the right person for the job. Um, he has a wonderful idea. And uh, how he's packaged this thing has been brilliant and it resonates with me. So um, we're looking to, to build this thing, build it the right way with the right people. And uh, I think we're off to a great start. Yeah, as I mentioned, Startup Hustle is in the midst of, uh, of a pretty lengthy series about NFTs. Now, myself, I, I employ 250 software developers. And I'll tell you the truth. I had to go research and learn all about NFTs. Like, and you know, this is, this is, and, and I say that for those of you listening to encourage you to a do the same, but also that like, not everybody gets what NFTs are. I think a lot of people think that it's just buying and selling JPEGs, which for some people that is 
what it is, but you know, it's, it's a whole new world. And, and the, the, it's the, it's the really the foundational elements of what many people in technology refer to as web three. And so Garrick, you know, you've been in the sports uh, marketing industry for many years and lately got into the web three stuff. How did you end up in this world? Yeah. So uh, again, we were sourcing uh, partners and, and really I was brought in on the, on the blockchain side of things where, a uh, developer out of Canada kind of you know, reached out and, and knew we were involved with a number of, of properties and, and wanted to uh, really you know, manage a, a platform uh, with the NFT space with, with athletes. Uh, and so you know, we, we, we kicked around you know, a number of properties to see you know, who was the right fit. Uh, and then on the other side of the equation, we, we had a group that said, hey, we, we want to go find you know, a, a developer and we want to find the right blockchain. And uh, and want to you know, plug into that. So it was really, it was good to be in the middle of both sides. And then again, once you have the concept, once you have the approach to the market, you've got to, you got to make sure that everything is working and, and, you know, you build that team from there. So uh, we found ourselves in the middle of both conversations and, and we're able to find, you know, really the right people to bring this to life. Because if you don't have the, the right people that are storytelling, that are, as, as Eddie said, you know, sharing, um, you know, memorable experiences with people that, you know, they have a lot of trust built up and, and these guys all have tremendous fan bases. So, you know, in our in our you know pitch to them, it was like, hey, you guys share natural stories uh, with each other all the time. Let's put that on film. Let's get you comfortable in a room. Let's take an hour of your time to to film this. And then we believe we can take that and segment that up into 12 and 15 minute segments uh, and then package that with original artwork from your playing days and, and really have an art component to it. So it's more than a JPEG. It's it's, it's art, plus it speaks to you for 12 to 15 minutes. And you get to hear, as Eddie said earlier, just content that's not out there in the public consumption. So uh, we, we were excited about that concept. And then once we started to build that model around, we, we had the developer, we had, we had to go find the platform. And, and we, we really believe that the flow blockchain was where we wanted to, to be. You know, we, we liken that to being the sports blockchain, obviously with NBA top shots and NFL all day and, and UFC strike. We just felt like that was a natural uh, opportunity for us to plug in there. And then as, as we've gone through, as you know, Matt, with, with the startups that you talk to, I mean, there's so many variables that go into this. Um, you know, we've had our ups and downs, but uh, we are we are now, you know, through a lot of this and uh, excited to, 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 to officially launch this month. Yeah, and as we continue to move forward, you know, throughout the episode, I'd like to share a few of the things that I've learned that that will help people wrap their arms around what an NFT is. And I think that when it comes to sports collectibles and, you know, major NFT opportunities and are in the sports universe and they're around content, other kinds of content like digital trading cards, artwork of players, graphics, avatars, branded content, 3D art, videos, and even event ticketing. And, you know, there's a whole lot of it going on, but essentially what an NFT is or a non-fungible token is a digital authenticity certificate in many ways. And what the blockchain does is, so, you know, I don't, I don't have an MBA like Eddie does. So I'll try to explain the immutable ledger, but basically what blockchain does is it makes it impossible to create a fraudulent backstory or lineage that comes with it. So, you know, uh, I think that every, all the guests and hosts here are around the same age. And I remember, you know, you get a, you get a baseball card or a football card or a Jersey signed by someone and you know, that 
you, you know, those things you're like, Hey, it's up to you and whoever you, you might who have given it to you, or if you choose to sell it or something like that, it's like, is this authentic? Well, what the blockchain does is it does trace that, that history and that heritage of the items. Now in your particular case, Eddie, you talk about sharing content. Um, are, who, who are, who are some of the people that you may be speaking with? Well, I may be speaking with um, personal friends that, I, again, that I played with, that I know, that I kind of grew up with in the business. Um, guys like Jerome Bettis, um, Lawrence Taylor, um, Ray Lewis, you know, those are guys on my wish list. Uh, there will be some people that are not in the business of, of sports. They'll be more in the acting world uh, eventually and um, the entrepreneurial world as well. Uh, and, and what you're going to get is a real in moment conversation that's authentic, that's funny, that's serious, uh, stories that, um, you've never heard anyplace else. You know, we're talking about things that are very near and dear to us, very intimate, uh, you know, to a degree where we're not going to criminalize ourselves, but <laughs> it's something that's entertaining and, and fun. And we're going to talk about, you know, our successes and failures. I think that's the, the thing that people understand, you know, is that we are human too. And that, we didn't just wake up and say, okay, we are successful. We had to grind. We had to go through some hardships. We had to get kicked in the mouth and get kicked in the gut. And how do you bounce back from that? I think that's where people uh, will get the, the, the biggest value and the gems that, hey, you know what? Jerome Bettis went through something. He didn't just become a Hall of Famer just overnight, you know, he had to work for it. In fact, you know, he was a better linebacker than he was a tailback in high school. And this is why he went to Notre Dame. This is how he had to morph himself into becoming a great running back. And over that period in time, became a Hall of Fame running back. And that's, that's unheard of. So you're going to hear about things like that. And I think that's something that's, um, that's sustainable. It's, it, it's, it's more valuable than having a signed jersey. But having that information and having a conversation you know, between guys that guys that have a friendship, but that have that have uh, shared interest in, in terms of our journeys, um, it's something you won't you won't find anywhere else. So those are you know the guys and, and people that you can expect to see um, within my experience. And I know that Garrick has uh, other other people that will bring those same type of experiences to the table as well. So is this this is just I'm just the the, the, t the tip of the spear when it comes to this. I think that's really exciting. In my first book, which is titled Balance Me, A Realist Guide to a Successful Life, the key word, the key phrase with that was success demands payment in advance. And ever since I published that book, I've been, you know, that book was 10 years in the making. And I have yet to prove that theory wrong. You know, you, a lot of people will look and they see people and they, they confuse. Well, first off, genius and talent are often misunderstood when compared to each other. But I can't tell you how many people that I've talked to that jokingly will say things like, yeah, I'm an overnight sensation nine years in the making, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's really what it is. And it's, it's reps and practice and perseverance and the ability to overcome things that would normally be obstacles and make a lot of people quit. And, you know, so with that, these challenge, anything worth doing is, Challenging. So, Garrick, I'll direct this question to you. What have been some of the more challenging things about 
about diving into a world of technology that is still unfamiliar to even high-level technologists on many days, but also looking at it from a business perspective and not just, hey, we're trying to write code and and you know nerd out with this stuff because the the two one hand has to wash the other in that regard. Yeah, well said. I mean, I, I will say there has been a a lot of challenges, but you know, every day we get up, we grind, and we, and we we find our solution. You know, through that, um, I would say I was not expecting the technology side of things. Right, like you just hear blockchain, you just assume, hey, it's it's you know, it's it's easy to do. Everyone's doing it, but all of the intricacies that go into code. Um, you know, everything to onboarding, payment processors, obviously got to make sure that works, uh, smart contracting, uh, you know, everything on the back end, there is just such, it's just, there's so so much nuance into that, that you maybe you just don't understand that uh, when, you, when you get into it, you just, you feel like that process will take, uh, have a shorter runway than it does. And, and frankly, it's just been a lot longer than we expected, but you've got to get that stuff right. If you don't have that stuff right, you, you launch, I don't care how great your, your project is. If you, if you launch and you're incomplete on that, they're going to fail. So we want to make sure that that is buttoned up and we have beta testing for that and, and, and we're, we're soon to launch that part of it. Uh, on the other side of the equation, and Eddie can attest to this, um, you know, you get this vision and this concept of getting the right people on board. And so it's, it's really, first it's who fits and then who's available and then scheduling. Schedule, <laughs> scheduling is not an easy thing. Uh, these guys are all busy. Um, you know, they all have careers. Um, and so it's really difficult to get everyone in a room. And, and we, when we get people in a room, you know, we're not doing Zooms. We're not doing, you know, virtual meetings. We're, 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 we're sitting down. we got a production crew around them, you know, three or four cameras, you know, makeup artists, uh, audio mics, everything, right? It's very, very high production. And it's not easy to, to marry all those together at once. So uh, I found, we have found, um, challenges on both sides, but again, would change anything. I, I love where we're at and, and we will succeed. There, there's something about startups and technology that are ripe with failure. In fact, you know, one of the, the key and uh, most known sayings in Silicon Valley is to fail fast. Yep. Just hurry up and get the yep. fails out of the way because yep. it gets you a lot closer to the, you know, to the actual, well, to the end zone. So and with that, let me, I'll just direct the same question to you, Eddie. What have been some of the challenges or or things that you've had to learn, uh, climb over or around to get into or understand the NFT space? space. Um, you know, when we say uh, failure or losing, I replace that with learning. You know, uh, now as a head coach, it's, it's more uh, prevalent now that I see from that perspective than ever. Uh, I played for so many years. Now being on this side, there's no such thing as losing. There's no such thing as a losing mentality. You have to learn through that. So I embrace those losses. I embrace to say, okay, this failed. Why? And what can I do about it? You know, that's an opportunity for growth to have a winning product, to create a, a winning lifestyle, you know? So uh, in, in learning about it, um, honestly, I haven't had the, you know, I'm not on the day to day, you know, that's Garrett. He can, he can uh, speak to that uh well more than i can at this point in time but i guess just in terms of understanding the details and the nuances of how it works and to articulate that in a in a, a, a way that's knowledgeable that, that that that's and that's um and that someone can can just pick it up without thinking about it too much that's um that's easy 
for them to to understand. Uh, that's been the, the the I guess the challenge of it all for me earlier on. But but now just you know listening and um, having meetings and uh, uh, just doing what I do in terms of hey you know hosting people and understanding that this will be something that in short will you can own and then you can trade and sell and that you know we get the residuals in terms of the business model. That's what I can speak to because it's simplified. So it's just taking something that's complex and simplifying it and making it digestible so where i can tell a six-year-old what an nft is and what we do and that's been the process of it it's articulating the story yeah and i want to talk a little bit more more about the mechanics of it before we do that a quick reminder that today's episode of startup hustle is brought to you by fullscale.io helping you build a software team quickly and affordably that's my business folks and if you want to learn more about how we can help you build the development team that you want and need and do it affordably just go to fullscale.io okay so in regards to the sportscast NFT, am I correct in that ownership of one is going to be the key that unlocks the door to the content, Garrick? Yeah, correct. So you will, uh, when you go on to sportscast.net, you'll see a storefront. You click on the storefront and then you'll see artwork. So digital cards that if you click on them, they'll, they'll turn around and give you a description of, of the content you're about to you know, purchase. And then once you go through the process and you check out, um, you will in your digital wallet will be access to that content. And what we've done is we've taken, so Eddie, our, our first drop with Eddie and Jerome um, is about an hour and 20 minutes of, of airtime. And we have segmented that into about 12 to 15 minutes uh, segments, about six of those. And then you can buy um, any of those, you can buy multiples of those. You can, you know, almost like a Netflix series and keep buying the next one, uh, and own all that content. Or we have made one level, uh, very rare. And that is the entire hour and 20 minute episode that you can own. Uh, and you can also own all seven of the cards that go along with that as well. So, uh, that is one way it's going to be, you know, harder to get higher priced as well. Uh, but but again, the rarity of that will we we believe will allow for a more robust trading market on the back end of it. So the sports memorabilia market's always been big. It's a multi-billion dollar a year industry. Eddie, as someone who's been a, a, a feature in that for so long, how have you seen this change over the years coming up to something as as digitized and and modern as NFTs? Um, you're talking about the memorabilia world? Yeah, just all of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I just finished doing a signing this past Sunday um, uh, in New Jersey where I'm sitting there signing all of these items, merchandise, um, helmets, jerseys, uh, items I've never seen in my life before for hours. <laughs> and I would like to get paid the same without spending all that time doing this, <laughs> doing it. So. It, it, it helps me. I think it really, um, you know, given what's happened with COVID, you know, the sports memorabilia world has exploded. The value in a lot of items has has gone through the roof. You know, Michael Jordan's rookie card, I think, was um, uh, valued prior pre-COVID right at $800 and now is at $40,000. 
and everybody's value has gone up since that time. And this is just a great way with the NFT space to marry the two, the the, to digitize it uh, in a way where you can carry it on your phone, you can have ownership of that, plus uh, another experience that you can't find anywhere else. Anywhere else. So uh, it, I think it just saves on the time. It's another great revenue stream. I don't think you'll ever eliminate the experience of owning a, a card you know, or a jersey or a helmet uh, or a flat that you had signed from your favorite player. Uh, because that goes into a lot of man caves. And you can see uh, Garrick's jersey right behind him with his name on the back. You know, that's something that you want to you want to show. But here's another way that you can have the same experiences in the, dig- in the digital world. I can't help but ask, what are some of the weirdest things you've ever signed? <laughs> wow. Um, we're going there. I mean, um, okay, here we go. Let me rephrase. What are some of the weirdest yeah. things you've ever signed that you feel that comfortable is, mentioning when I, when I said that, on a, on I a podcast? That's right, yeah. your mind yeah. of what, what that would yeah. be, right? Yeah. yeah. This goes out to 181 countries. So, right. you know, so, let's, yeah. Uh, the yeah. weirdest things I think I, I may have signed, um, is a, a straw, uh, package, like the, when you open up the straw, the paper or the straw that, that is packaged oh, wow. and I've signed that. Um, I've signed someone's forehead before. Um, <laughs> why? I don't, I mean, that's, that was pretty interesting. Uh, someone wanted me to sign their, their fresh Jordans. And I was like, you really want me to ruin these Jordans? Like, yeah, I do. Like, okay, there it is. So you could ask to sign different things over, over a period of time. Um, but I tell you what, going to a lot of these card shows, it uh, it brings back so many memories. I have a chance to relive moments that I forgot in time, both professionally and, and in college. And the things that these guys come up with, you know, like they had these beautiful helmets that are made, you know, with all the 10,000 yard rushers, you know, and it's, and it's Jerome Bettis, Jim Brown, O.J. Simpson, uh, um, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, Curtis Martin, myself, Corey Dill. is just about 26 or 27 guys that are on this helmet. That's beautiful. Um, then you'll have different uh, guys. Like you can go by um, teams like the Oilers, you know, Derek Henry, myself, uh, and Earl Campbell, three Heisman winners, all on one helmet in our, you know, with uh, – our, our yardage, our, our, all of our stats. I mean, it looks really, really cool. So um, I, I, I just, I just really enjoy going to those, those deals. And here's another opportunity for, again, through the NFT space for that to be expounded upon. Yeah. And, and, and I think the future of this isn't to replace that kind of stuff. Cause there's, you know, always that tangible need to feel hold, uh, you know, or see something you named a whole lot of people that scored touchdowns on my hometown, Kansas city chiefs, by the way. So okay, <laughs> I don't think I want that helmet anywhere, but you know, we're, we're recording this the day after my Kansas Jayhawks <laughs> overcame a, the biggest deficit halftime deficit in the history of the NCAA yeah. finals. And one, I, uh, I'm still a little numb from that. So, you know, that was, that was pretty nine, interesting. Still buzzing, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. Cause you know, it was a good start. And the next thing you know, we're down by 15 and I'm looking at my wife and I'm going yeah. to, is this really happening right now? This is terrible. So, yeah. but Hey, uh, a comeback story. Everyone likes that. So um, speaking about comeback stories and, and things that, that are, 
you know, bringing, you know, certain things, you know, back, or you were talking about nostalgia and all that. Garrick, how, how are your, how is the, the sports community in general, um, like jumping or expressing interest or not in the NFT space? Yeah, so we've we've seen success, obviously, with NBA Top Shot, NFL All yeah. Day, the ones I've mentioned earlier. So that 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 is a market that we do want to plug into. There's no doubt about it. Uh, but we we see this as an opportunity to reach those sports fans that just want to dip their toe in the water and, and try something new with people that are familiar, stories that are familiar. Uh, and we believe our platform will allow that that entry point. And so we'll we'll price it strategically. Uh, to make sure that they they have that entry point, uh, we want this to be as seamless as possible. That's why we've taken so long to get through all of the variables that we need, so that once you there's no friction in the sales process, right? So once you get into it, you're you purchase it, it's easy, and you know you it it is your modern day trading card, right? That that talks to you. I think that that's what's interesting about our our product. Uh, so we we know there's going to be interest, and anytime you uh, establish yourself with ambassadors like Eddie and and again some of the guys that he's going to be bringing into this, um, you've got credibility, you've got their fan bases. So we, we, we feel very good about that combination. And then let me speak to real quick, the, uh, the futures aspect of it. Uh, we are trying to create the, you know, really modern day trading card where you invest now into athletes that are in college, the next, you know, great professionals. Uh, we want people to be able to buy those now college name, image, and likeness rights allow for these athletes to monetize uh, they're NIL. And so we want to take advantage of that, get people on film now uh, talking about where they've been to date, what they're going to do in the future, and then have people buy into that, store that value. And then obviously as they advance throughout their sporting career, you know, be able to, to, to sell that uh, on a marketplace uh, for more value. Imagine having, um, you know, Tom Brady's card in 1999 uh, before, obviously he's done all the stuff that he's done throughout his career. Uh, just imagine that entry point um, and, and try to take that into now and, 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 and what we could do with that, that platform specifically. Eddie, how, how do you feel about that? And the kind of a carryover from what Garrick was talking about, obviously when you were, um, before you turned pro, that wasn't an option. How is that going to change? How, how could that, or how might that change the landscape of college sports? With the NFT space, correct? Yeah, or or or, or the uh, name and image likeness. You know, that's that's um, that's something that I'm currently exploring, um, especially with our athletes here. That's a conversation I was going to have with Garrick on my list. <laughs> you know, how can we, you know, um, explore that with our athletes? Um, you know, given you know our situation is a little different from you know the Power Five schools like in Ohio State, USC, or or even in Notre Dame in terms of star power and resources. So uh, there's an opportunity to, to be very creative about how we can create a market here for our student athletes. And again, not every athlete is going to be marketable, but highlighting that, hey, you know, there's a five-star athlete out of, you know, Maryland. And um, we're, we're, we're looking at this kid. So we can even the landscape to say, hey, you can come here and be a giant. Um, and help us raise our program out of the ashes and become a prominent program in the country. And that's more of a compelling and legendary story than going to um, one of the Power Five schools and being one of the legends and, and being grouped in that. You can be, you can come here and stand out. 
and get compensated for that in a very unique and genuine way. You know, dare to be different. And here are the ways you can do that through the NFT space. Um, so I think there's a great opportunity for that and, and, and really take advantage of the local dollar both um, uh, versus the national dollar. So I think, uh, you know, the NFT opportunities in college sports um, are, 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 are big and we're just scratching the surface on what that can look like and how we can make it a more lucrative um, and a value add for the student athlete experience. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all for it. I, you know, we were all starving college students at some point, you know, even myself dropping out of five schools. Trust me, that was why I qu kept quitting, mm -hmm. kept going broke. So I can't imagine what it's like with the scrutiny that, that, you know, some of that gets. So, okay. So sports, sportscast.net's where we can go to, and there's links for that in the show notes as everyone listening already knows. Um, that's where we're going to go get this started. Is that correct, Garrett? Yeah, so you'll you'll enter that site and then it will you'll navigate to the storefront, uh, and then the storefront you'll be able to to, to buy. We're we're going to launch our beta. Um, we have a third vertical called Sportscast Storylines, and so Storylines takes a unique view of interesting things that have happened uh, in the sporting world. You mentioned Matt Kansas uh, national championship win um, last night against North Carolina, we are going to take a look at North Carolina versus Duke, uh, the tobacco road rivalry and, and talk to mm. uh, multi-generational players uh, from that. So get them to sit down and talk about their experiences like that kind of stuff. Um, you know, usually is safe for documentaries. We're going to take that and, and, and uh, take that content and then allow the market to be able to buy that. So I think that that'll be interesting. Our first beta test is going to be with a gentleman by the name of Zeb Nolan. Uh, Zeb uh, started at Iowa State as a quarterback, uh, transferred to North Dakota State as a quarterback, uh, was going to hang it up, uh, was going to become a coach at South Carolina. And then uh, during the summer, there was a series of injuries. He had one year of eligibility left. He cashed that in, won uh, five games as a starter, including the bowl game. And we, we just think that that's a very Hollywood script type story. And so we're going to bring that to the market first as our beta. I think it's important during the North Carolina and Duke documentary series that yeah. you remind everyone that North Carolina basketball was invented in Kansas. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I, will, I, will, I couldn't I help myself, guys. I'm sorry. I couldn't help I'm myself. Sorry. So, all right. So, I, you know, I am. I end my episodes of Startup Hustle with what we call the Founders Freestyle, and I'm, I'm usually talking to startup founders, but I'm still talking to startup founders. You guys are starting startup founders at sportscast.net here, and what, you know, I say my episodes because I do have other hosts of the show, so make sure you tune in every week and join Andrew Morgans. He talks all about e-commerce and Amazon brand acceleration, and stick around for episodes by Lauren Conaway, the founder of Innovate Her. Also, you can catch Matt Watson's new weekly series. We're letting him talk to all the tech people, which is good for some of us that don't always get that on some days. And once again, today's episode of Startup Hustle was sponsored by Fullscale, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Go to fullscale.io to learn more about what we do. So look, with the Founders Freestyle, I'm going to give the mic to each of you and then I'll, I'll wrap up myself. But uh, you can really say anything you want. We've had people rap, sing, or give shout outs, or really just kind of highlight the important things about what we talked about during the show. Garrick, I'm going to go ahead and hand the mic to you first. I'm hoping you saying, man, I'm hoping I, I am the world's worst rapper. So I will, I will, I will not Even better. that, but uh, let me just, let's just stick with this. Like we are about three things. We want to run a good process. We want to deliver value to the community, the community that buys this, um, you know, we, we do believe we will 
uh, have a great product for you. And if it's not perfect, we'll continue to go back to make sure it's, 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 it's worth the value to you. Uh, and then we'll let the market decide. So that, that, those are the three things that we will live by with this, with Sportscast and, and uh, appreciate the opportunity to share uh, today what, what, what we're about. Yeah, I, you know, I, I did sing a, a few notes on Broadway, <laughs> but you got to pay to see right. that. So uh, <laughs> that's right. I'll, I'll, I'll buy the NFT. I'll I, buy I, the I will NFT. Say this. I'll say you got to buy the NFT for sure. Um, and please support, you know, Tennessee State football uh, here coming up in the season and um, just buy our content. I think uh, in anything you want to do, you want to, in terms of, new opportunities, um, startup companies, understand that you've got to embrace the losses, look at those as learning experiences, and you've got to do your due diligence on your partners and who you want to be in business with. It's, it all comes down to the right people. If you don't have people that are resilient, that are passionate, that are enthusiastic, and that are willing to work hard to make something work, uh, who won't shun at the, the sight of adversity when they get punched in the mouth, but, you know, Wipe off your mouth a little bit, taste that blood, and go right back at it. You don't want to be with those guys, and 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 Garrick is one of those guys, and we're committed to making this success, and uh, I'm excited to be a part of it. Yeah, and I want to thank both of you guys for joining me. A couple of words on the way out. First off, go to sportscast.net, and there's a link for that in the show notes. You know, as I mentioned earlier, success demands payment in advance. And I think that one of the things about being successful is surrounding yourself by other successful people. We often say here at the full scale office that until you've seen winning, it's sometimes hard to win. And I don't think you're going to get any better example of winning than sitting down and hearing the the, the non-mainstream content that comes from guys like Eddie and Jerome Bettis. Now, you know, I've, I met Jerome Bettis briefly because my, my dad is a Notre Dame nut. Mm-hmm. So we went to a Notre Dame game every year and we'd always go over to the practice facility, uh, you know, the day before the game and the guys come in and I have an index card. I don't have a straw wrapper or my forehead signed, um, <laughs> but I have an index card somewhere with Jerome Bettis. And I just remember like the, the guy just exude confidence. And, you know, he probably ran for like 800 yards the next day. I can't remember that part of it, but I certainly remember meeting him and passing and how cool that felt. And, and that was, and, you know, I think that there's something to be said about all of the great things that uh, athlete leaders like yourself, Eddie, do for the community, for kids, for all of us to, you know, teach us, Hey man, it's reps. And like, like we, we went through a couple reps, just getting this edition, this version of the show going. And, um, you know, we had a couple little stumbles, but we got back up and did it again. And that's, that's really the key thing. So if you're, if you're afraid to fail, then you're probably never going to be successful overall guys. I I wish you all the best and all of the, uh, all of the success with what you're doing. I love it. I think it's super cool. I'm going to be purchasing the NFT because I want to, I want to hear what what you guys have to say. So, uh, I'll catch up with you down the road. All right, thank you, thank you, Matt. Startup hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button. Then come find us on Instagram. See you next time. We do it.